This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey guys, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And before we get started today, we just wanted to address everything that's going on right now We both strongly stand with the Black Lives Matter movement and the protesters that are demanding justice for George Floyd and for everyone else who's been affected by systemic racism in our country and police brutality. We've been doing a lot of content on all of our Betches platforms, especially Betches SUP, about resources to get involved, how you can be a better ally in our community. And um, we also have an episode this week of the At Betches podcast, where um, two of our women of color employees at Betches share a lot of their perspectives on what's happening right now and their experiences. And we also have updated our Good Influence Fund to include four causes that are doing a lot of important work to help the Black community in our country. So you can go to betches.co slash donate to learn more about that. And yeah, we just wanted to say that we stand really strongly with everything that's happening right now. And that being said, we are going to talk about Bravo because that's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> Bring some light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We so, can try. We can try. <laughs> yeah. So we have two episodes to talk about today. We have our Vanderpump Rules reunion. They're on Zoom. They're getting into it, and Beverly Hills, of course. Um, So, Barry, first, any initial thoughts from the Vanderpump Rules reunion, part one? I didn't know where my eyes should go. There was... (laughs) Anytime they showed all of the boxes on the screen at the same time, I felt like I was going to have a panic attack. I thought I was in class. Like, I was like... um, felt like I was in a, like a course and at college, even though that didn't even like exist when I was in college, but high, I know I was like, Oh, that was so long ago. Zoom like wasn't a thing, but I have to highlight in the beginning when Andy thanked Jax for allowing them all to be on his show and typical <laughs> Jax just looking, looking at Andy and then looking at break and goes, what did, what did he just say? Like, like, yeah, I'm sure you didn't hear him, Jax. I'm sure you didn't hear what Andy just said to you. <laughs> that was like such a major moment in watching the show and somehow Jax still completely missed the point with that. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting with such a large cast, I wasn't sure really how they were going to structure the reunion. And of course, we still haven't seen all of it. We've only seen the right. first part, but it's interesting kind of what they've chosen to focus on. Like we got a lot of time with Charlie this episode and honestly a lot of time with Max and Brett and I'm sure they'll get into the Katie and Stassi and Kristen dynamic but 
I was kind of like, why are we talking about Max right now? Well, I know. Maybe they structured it where they're getting it out of the way because, like, I'm overhearing how many people Max has slept with. Like, cool. Good for you. He moved. He's a young kid. He moved to West Hollywood. Like, let him fucking live. Who cares? But also, was there anyone that you noticed? Was anyone not there? Um, Funny. It's, a, it's, like a, it's like a backwards question. Was anyone not there that you've noticed? Ted, uh, Ted, who's Ted? I can, I combined Ken Todd and I wrote, and I said Ted. (laughs) I mean, I think the only people that like technically weren't there are Ken and Peter, but I don't know that they would be anyway. Why does Peter get cut from everything? (laughs) Maybe they'll have Peter come on the Zoom and like pass out virtual shots at the end. (laughs) Oh, I would enjoy that. I did think it was interesting they had the, like, friends of on from the beginning rather than, like, a normal reunion. A lot of the time they'd bring them out for a segment or two, but Charlie and Danica and Raquel are just there the whole time, which I'm fine with. I don't think – it's honestly, like, why complicate it more? You already have a million and a half people to wrangle. Just have them there. But speaking of Max and who he slept with, we very quickly get into the nugget of truth that Kristen referenced, which is that she – and Max hooked up twice. You guys, in our episode with Kristen a few weeks ago, and she told us there was a nugget of truth that me and Dylan have been like, what could it be? What could it be? Like texting in the, in the, like during this. And then Dylan, are you going to let the audience know that I called this? That I... <laughs> I think we both did. I was like, there is no way this is not what it is. And like... Max was like, you can tell, was like, please don't say it. Please don't say it. Like, you can tell on his face. He was like, not the time or place. Like, come on. (laughs) And Kristen was like, we had said not once, but twice. It was so funny because Andy asked Max, have you hooked up with anyone else? And Max so didn't want to say it, but he knew that he had to. And he's like, I mean, I I hooked up with Kristen. And Kristen's just sitting there like, eh. Twice. (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing. I always wonder what prompts those questions. Like, why did Andy ask him specifically that question? Did he know there was an answer coming? Like, there was, but clearly not one human being on that screen knew. So that was actually shocking. I wonder if Kristen, like, texted Andy and was like, hey, Andy, ask Max who he slept (laughs) with. Okay, I don't understand... I understand why Dana was upset about that because Dana said that she and Kristen had gotten close and she never knew. She looked like she was going to cry. It felt kind of bad. But I felt like Stassi really took advantage of that as just an opportunity to kind of pile on to Kristen. Agree. Because it was that kind of moment where Stassi doesn't theoretically care about Kristen anymore. She definitely doesn't give a shit about Dana she mm-hmm. doesn't give a shit about Max. And so mm-hmm. it's like, just keep going. Mm-hmm. Stay out, like, stay out of this specific situation. You will have more than enough opportunities to yell at Kristen. You're so Zoom. right. You're so right. And it's so funny because, again, I like Stassi, but she has done this before where she, like, that, that had nothing to do with you. And also, like, Kristen was right. It was, it's none of your business. And sorry, the entire season you went off saying how you guys weren't friends. You want nothing to do with her, blah, 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 blah. So this scenario, like, not your call to, like, judge someone. Sorry. And Kristen um, said everything, like, correctly. It was, it was not her place. So team Kristen for that one. Definitely Except team. when it comes to Dana, not team Kristen. Right, right, right. It was probably uncool of Kristen to do it, but 
not Stasi's reason to get mad at her. Yeah, it was, that was, it was, and it went on like so long where I was like, okay, this is like kind of weird enough. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. So then the other thing that I think is most interesting in this reunion episode was when Charlie really decided to come for Jax. And she called him a 50-year-old man (sighs) and said that in... As far as she's concerned, he's retired, done, whatever. And I know we have a little conflicting opinion about this because I think Charlie is a queen. (laughs) And I do not agree with that in any way of the word. So I agree with the entire cast of Vanderpump Rules last night saying, Charlie, take a seat. Okay, so I I just have to ask, I know that you are not a fan of Charlie, but Mm -hmm. do you agree that it's a little weird that Jax is coming for her on Twitter and then pretending like he doesn't give a shit about her. Yes. So I'm not, I don't not like Charlie. Like it's not like that. It's just like for me yet, she hasn't brought anything to the table yet. And like in that situation last night, they kind of were right. Like know your play. Like Lala, Lisa, every single person was telling her like, stop. Like it, it was awkward. So I was like, come on everyone's been in that situation before where it's like not your place to say anything. And I get it though, because she is new. She was a going against an OG. So like, what was she supposed to do? You know, but am I team Jax? No, I think that it's hilarious that yet again, he doesn't remember tweeting about someone. Mm-hmm. But then he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The pasta, the pasta, which sorry, that's fair game. He was very <laughs> much able to tweet about her in the yeah, pasta yeah, yeah. situation. But yeah, like, should he, someone his age, be even, like, coming for someone like that? No. But the way she came back for him was just like, come on, you got don't have a leg to stand on. I, I thought it was interesting. They brought up the point later about some of the OGs feeling threatened by the new people. And I think that's a really interesting kind of angle because I don't think, I think there's some validity to that. And even in talking, when we talked with Kristen, I definitely felt this, that everybody on the show seems to know that there are too many people on the show right now. (laughs) And I think people are very aware of that. And people definitely feel like there are going to be changes coming up. 
but they don't necessarily know yet whether Bravo, what direction Bravo wants to go, whether the OGs are going to get their own show and it's going to split off or whether they're going to get rid of a lot of old people and they're just going to be done or there's a lot of different scenarios. And so I do think that some of the OG people like Jax and Lala and maybe Kristen a little bit probably do feel a little threatened just because they don't, it's the first time on Vanderpump Rules, I think, where the OG's, like, future on the show is, like, a little in question. Right. Um, I also read an art. I didn't, like, read an article. <laughs> Skimmed it. <laughs> Let me preface by saying that. Um, yeah, I glanced at an article where Sheena was saying, <laughs> because I'm going off of what you just said about the OG's not being there, but that Sheena mentioned that Lala has this too good attitude. So mm-hmm. I wonder if that'll have something to do with a recasting of the show because um, a few people have been saying that. I don't know Lala personally and I haven't seen that, but like she kind of should have somewhat of that. At, like, you know, she's not living the lifestyle think, she used to live. So I think if, just from a standpoint of if you were going to if you were coming in and looking at the entire cast and saying like, if we wanted to cut three people who has like the least sort of hold in the group, I think Lala would be an easy person to cut and you wouldn't lose a lot of kind of important material. I like Lala. I think she's a fun presence on the show, but she's not involved in the drama like she was a few seasons ago. Oh, sorry. Thought you were asking me three people and I was saying Charlie, Danica, and Dana. (laughs) No! No, guys, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) I do think I still... Okay, so then also, this is honestly feels really pertinent this week. They addressed Brett and Max's tweets that came up earlier this season where they used a lot of racial slurs and things like that. And honestly, I was kind of disappointed with the way they dealt with this because really they gloss over it pretty quickly. And the majority of the time they did spend talking about it was Andy just giving them a chance to apologize again. And it's hard because of course we're, I mean, we're all in a place right now where we're learning and, you know, trying to be better allies and things like that. But it was like, it's hard because I don't think there's anyone on that Zoom call who was really in a position to hold them accountable or to like have a real conversation about that. So I I don't know what I expected, but I just, I, I wish they would have kind of held them a little more accountable. It felt like it was very like, okay, guys, say you're sorry again. And then now we can move on to the next segment. I don't know. Right. Um, I think that they had to address it, obviously. They apologized in the past, like when it first came out. Therefore, I think that's why. And of course, you can never apologize enough. But I think that's why they didn't spend too much time on it because people don't want to hear it again. And But I did like what Lisa Vanderpump said, that it is something they're learning from. It's again, it's never an excuse like, oh, you know, what they did was wrong, but she said, like, they are learning and they would not be working for me. And not saying Lisa's opinion is the end-all be-all on that, but she stands, she is an ally and she has no tolerance for that. So um, you can tell it's not something they wanted to address again, which made them uncomfortable, which was nice to see, you know? Yeah, I think, I mean, whatever. I've... (laughs) 
long ago have come to terms with the fact that Vanderpump Rules is not the place to expect um, deep conversations about social justice. So I should probably just keep it moving um, and keep my expectations mediocre at best. Um, so yeah, anything else? I mean, I guess we had Tom Sandoval and Jack's stuff. I, to be honest, I just don't think they should be friends anymore. And I don't feel that sad about it. Yeah, and <clears throat> the only thing, yeah, it's like they've been fighting the whole season already where it's like really nothing else to say about it. I feel the whole episode though, I was like, who does Tom Sandoval look like right now that I can't put my finger on it? And I still haven't. I'm like, where, who does he look like right now? I like couldn't think of it. Maybe it was the facial hair. I don't know. Speaking of facial hair, Jax's was disgusting. And um, oh. every time... Brittany said something which like she knows what she's talking about she can like defend herself Jack's like looked at her for like reassurance and then said the same thing she said so like he has no mind of his own and he's just like oh what she said was right so I'll just repeat it and like come on I know I, I can't listen to you I th- anymore I think the zoom reunion with them being kind of like alone in the room together is is rough for a couple like them where they're constantly yeah. like checking in with each other and Mm-hmm. making sure they're saying the right thing. It's like, just you just got to talk. It's the reunion. like Right. However, the way the reunion ended, I do have to stand with Jax on that, only because I think, um, sorry, I've had the hiccups for like 15 <laughs> minutes straight, and <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Um, Tom Sandoval kind of just took a dig at Jax, which you can tell he didn't like maliciously mean, but it was not what he should have said. And... Um, Jack's it kind of ended with them gonna lead into that next episode about Jax's parent mom and his relationship yeah, and parents, that's just not yeah out, out the of line. parents thing is it's not necessary there's yeah. plenty J- Tom Sandoval has plenty of anim- ammunition against Jax Taylor yeah that's a regardless. personal thing that like has nothing to do with you so d- don't like don't d- dig below the belt Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out 
out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day, and it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, so Vanderpump Rules, we're talking about the parents, and Beverly Hills, we are talking about (laughs) almost nothing but the kids. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So this week is... It's not a continuation of last week in Thank terms, God. Of, lo- Thank in terms God. of location. We have no more Santa Barbara, but it is a continuation of last week in terms of the topics discussed. I wrote in my notes, why are we still talking about threesomes? And you know what? It's so funny because, so obviously none of the women have, have on the show yet seen the clip of Sammy asking or bringing it up with her mom and talking about how she was laughing. But Lisa Rinna basically guessed that that's what happened without even seeing it. She was like, was Sammy upset? Or was she just like, LOL, mom, we heard you talking about threesomes. And it's like, yes, that's exactly how it was. Right. I, I still have a lot of mixed feelings here. I definitely still feel strongly that it was well within Denise's right to say, hey, please don't talk about that mm-hmm. in front of my kids. But I also... W- Getting to Kyle's barbecue and the whole Sorry, I just can't. They keep transitioning to mom shaming. Like, what is happening with these women? No one is mom shaming. I just think there's no reason it had to get to this. Like, it should have just been a matter of Denise saying, hey, when you're around my kids, like, just try to keep it, you know, PG, PG 13, whatever. And they should have just said, okay, and moved on. And it's wild that whatever, three episodes, four episodes later, we're still having this whole circle, circular discussion about who's being passive aggressive and who's mom shaming and who's a, who doesn't yeah. want to be around their kids or doesn't trust them. And it's, I did think it was a little passive aggressive of Denise to say, oh, like, I don't know if I want to bring my kids or, I don't know. I, I have such... Well... Okay, hold on. Let's let's rewind for just one minute and bring a shed of light to this episode because it started yes. off with our girl Garcelle. Oh, Th- like, like, think every time I see her, I'm like, oh my god, like I'm so happy. I, again, I'll say this again about Garcelle. I don't know her, but I wish I did. She's just like so. Give me more time, screen time with her. Like, I can't take it. Last I'm week, hoping- I even said I would have a threesome with her and Erica. I'm hoping that this is the start of her kind of being around more, hopefully for the yeah. rest of the season. Obviously she goes on the trip to Italy. So that's a major thing. Yeah. But so yeah, Garcelle has this event where she gets an award for her charity work or is honored 
super she nice. looks she like looks a goddamn queen. Nude. That bejeweled <gasps> headband, headband that she was wearing. Oh, also, like, can we give us more of her twins too? Because like I'm obsessed with them. They are I, so li- such little gentlemen. I love them. They're such little gentlemen. They're adorable. Yeah. They seem very well mannered. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we see at this event. No, no major drama happens at the event, but Garcelle does throw a little bit of a dig at Kyle in her acceptance speech, which I, we saw it in the previews, but it still was kind of like, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I, before, a few weeks ago, actually, Dorit and Garcelle were on Watch What Happens Live, and mm-hmm. this was way before, I think this might have been, like, first episode, or, like, even before the show started. I, I truly can't remember. Sorry. It was the first week, I remember. First week. Okay. Garcelle was, like, going in on Kyle, and I could, but, like, in the classiest way, and you could tell. I remember I said to you, I was like, I don't think Garcelle likes Kyle very much. Like, it's obvious. It's interesting to see that kind of start to manifest itself in the show because at the time when she was making those comments it seemed really kind of out of nowhere but we hadn't really seen them interact much but now it's like that foundation is being laid and Garcelle is definitely sort of sticking with Denise in this kid situation and so she maybe has her own issue with Kyle and then on top of that is not pleased with how Kyle is handling things with Denise Mm -hmm. um so Denise and Aaron have dinner together that we see and basically they're just talking shit about the group and Aaron I feel like was a lot hotter when he didn't say anything yeah (laughs) I feel like Aaron is I'm not saying that he and Denise don't have a good dynamic but I feel like he is kind of he's like poisoning Denise against the women he seems to be very not a fan of anyone in the group and is mm-hmm. saying, you know, fuck these women. You don't need to listen to them. They're being bitches, whatever. It's, and I think that worries me because I want Denise to be a part of the group and to mm-hmm. be around and contributing to the drama and the show and having fun and whatever. And when somebody's husband is acting like that, it usually is not a good sign for their involvement. Right. So at the table, this got, what happened was Kyle had a family barbecue there. She had a bouncy house and this, and it was, it, it looked, it was very family oriented. And so that's why she was a little taken back when the kids, when right. Denise's kids didn't come, which like, that's acceptable. Like your, her kids had play dates scheduled. Was it, did she schedule play dates on purpose for them not to come? We don't know, but yeah, she didn't let Kyle know they weren't coming. Like I'd be a little, I'd be like, you could tell Kyle's like, where are the kids? Like, I, I got everything. I told you they had all this here, whatever. So then at the table, it was very weird to watch Aaron insert himself into an all-female conversation when there were no other men at the table and or there might have been one other husband there. <laughs> the and, other the other man at the table was Sutton's match.com boyfriend, Michael. <laughs> who, by the way, is not saying anything in this conversation. So <laughs> um so it was very strange because you don't know how to act when a man starts talking. Yeah. To you like that. And Teddy wasn't talking to Aaron. She was having a pleasant conversation with the women. So it was very weird. Aaron wasn't raising his voice or anything, but he was talking in a tone where it was like, you should like when he macho man, when he said, 
I, are, are you guys happy now? I hope like you're happy. Yeah. Like it was very condescending and mm -hmm. it kind of felt like he was trying to take the reins of the conversation rather than letting Denise handle it. And mm -hmm. Denise Richards is many things. And among those, she's very capable of handling her own shit. She is not somebody who can't have a conversation like that. Right. And so, yeah, it was frustrating because I think I don't know that the conversation would have gone a lot better if Aaron weren't there, but he certainly wasn't helping things. And wasn't helping at all. No. It was, and it was weird. It had a weird vibe. And you could tell that Teddy and Erica and I mean, pretty much everyone was uncomfortable with the way that Aaron was inserting himself in mm. the situation. And yeah, I, I really did not, I didn't care for that at all. I, that really bothers me on housewives when, I like when the husbands are involved in a general sense, but I mm -hmm. really don't like it when they try and like fight the battles for their yeah, wife. Yeah. And it also came out of nowhere where Teddy was asking a question like about the kids. Um, I don't, it, and she was almost like taken back. But anyway, then Denise and Aaron left. She kind of controlled that situation. She's like, get up, we're leaving. And I was like, oh my, that's so funny. And yeah. what I thought was ironic was Kyle saying, I can't believe they're leaving my house. Like, you can't leave my house like that. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> Did Kyle well, not do that last week at Denise's house? <laughs> like roll the tape um what yeah, is happening it's interesting it yeah so we saw kyle and dorit basically chasing after denise and aaron and honestly it's like i understand that you want to try and keep the peace when it's an event at your own house but at that point let him let him go you're yeah. filming a tv show together you're gonna see them again and I don't know. It just was the kind of thing where it's like kyle you don't really have anything to gain like you're not gonna just patch things up in two minutes. Right. So I don't know. I, I'm ready to move on from the kids and on and to, we uh, are in next we week. Are. We see the previews. We are. So, yeah. So we got the mid season trailer. It looks, um, intense. I am yes. very excited. So Dylan, we'll, I'll, let's do an option this week. Who is okay. your Bravo love of the group slash the best dressed at the Vanderpump reunion. Let's do best. that. Um, I think the best, the best dressed at the Vanderpump reunion. Oh God, um, it might be Katie for me. I think not ah. necessarily, not necessarily because I love the dress, but because I think she looks great. She looks great. I I agree. But my best look of the night, I'm gonna do that too. I don't have a Bravo love this week. Is Lala? I think Lala fucking served yeah. at the reunion. That hair color, everything. I was like, oh my god, she looks fantastic. Um, I wish I saw her a little bit more in the reunion and say anything, but um, we shall see next week. I think she gets a little bit more heated. But I mentioned to um to Dorit's sheer Chanel maxi dress oh, that she wore to Kyle's barbecue. My god. <laughs> Perfection. Same, same. Let's end on that note because that was absolute <laughs> perfection. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And don't forget, you can go to betches.co slash donate to our good influence fund with four amazing organizations that are helping out Black communities in our country. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.